0: From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on this show, an NFT cartoon series. Nashville, they don't like the music. And I shouldn't have to say this. Please don't sell drugs for Bitcoin. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is 3.14. Happy Pi Day, Monday, 2022. I'm recording this at 9.32 a.m. Pacific Time, and I just want to say well, I'm in Denver right now. I spent a couple of days in Boulder. Just got back from Jackson Hole. I'm just YOLOing the traveling right now. Uh, I think I'm going to be back tomorrow, back to Cleveland, so you can hear the normal pattern that I got in my whole life. You know, I told you actually about my habitual patterns that I get into I do the same thing every day, pretty much the same time. People have told me in the past that you could set your clock to me, but everything's been a little bit crazy right now because of my travels. Anyway, I've been loving it. And one good thing about podcasting is actually I have my whole like gear with me. But you can set it up anywhere. You know, you just have to make sure that you get a hotel room that has a that uh, nice desk and a place to clamp your microphone down. So you get every little boom arm. I have a boom arm, everything. So I walked into this place. And I'm like, who is this guy? Why is he has a whole set of podcasts set up in his hotel room? Anyway, it's the perk of the job is that I can do this from just about anywhere. I just got to get my butt up and actually get it done. And remember what time zone I'm in. And really quick, I have a couple emails from listeners I want to read to you. First one's from Jackie. Jackie says, Hey, Matthew, I'm a loyal podcast listener. I love your work very much. However, I also really appreciate you reading the Bitcoin white paper. I listened so many times and tried hard to understand and digest the content. I like to learn as much as possible about everything that's happening in the crypto space. The reason for my passion in the crypto space is I feel it makes life meaningful again after all the ugliness which is happening in human society. Thank you again and keep up the good work. J. Z. Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. I hope that life is meaningful, and if crypto's giving you meaning, if crypto's giving you hope, then I think crypto's doing its job. Seth also wrote in over the weekend. He said, "Love the episode with Lemass's assistant." I'm gonna have to correct you. He's the state policy director, and I wouldn't say assistant. It's really great to hear details about what some of these senators are doing and thinking. Thanks, Seth, for writing in. And the last email is from Jerry, and Jerry wrote in and says, Matthew, you've talked a lot about taxes on the show. I appreciate it, and I'm sure your listeners do too, but there's one thing that you haven't covered on the show, and it's very important for capital gains. And capital gains tax does not kick in unless the taxpayer earns more than $40,400 in an income this year, or $80,800 for married couple filing. And you're 100% right. So with long-term capital gains taxes, if you earn less than $40,400 as a single, or less than $80,800 as a couple, then it's quite possible you will be tax free on your long-term capital gains taxes. But I'm not a CPA, make sure you talk to your tax professional. Now let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And as I said this before, I am recording this at 9:34 a.m. Mountain Time. Let's take a look at Bitcoin. Oh, look at that. I'm not connected to the internet so I can't look at Bitcoin. One second please. Okay, that's better. That's the power of editing. Bitcoin is sitting at $38,993, pretty much even from yesterday. Ethereum's at $2,581, also even from yesterday. Teller's number three. Binance Coin is at $368, down about, eh, what's called a percent. And USDC is number five. Rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, Luna, Cardano, Solana, and Avalanche. Total market cap, we're at $1.73 trillion, a BTC dominance of forty-two point seven, and an F dominance. Of 17.8 and now it's time for coin of the day our coin of the day today is number 72 on coin market cap cadena ticker kda price is six dollars and 35 cents it's down two percent in 24 market cap is about a billion dollars fully diluted market cap is 6.3 billion dollars 17 percent of the 1 billion tokens are in circulation what is the all-time high for kda It is $28.25, set four months ago. It's down 77% since then. All-time low was a year ago at 12 cents. It's up 5,000% since then. So where can you buy this? You can buy it at shitcoinmecha, gate.io, KuCoin, Bittrex, OKX, and, well, now we're getting into sketchy liquidity. So what does this KDA, Kadena, do? So reading from their website, build without compromise, Kadena makes blockchain work for everyone. Our ecosystem provides the security of Bitcoin, virtually free gas, unparalleled throughput, and smarter contracts. Plug us in, deploy, and scale. Safer smart contracts, they say. No cost transactions, energy efficient at scale, proven security, and industrial scalability. And they list all kinds of partners. They list Cosmos and Celo, Coinmetro, Ledger, Polkadot, Terra, Wrapped, Zellcore, and so many more. Well, That is KDA. And by the way, I just want to make a comment on partners. Let me know. Give me an email, MatthewAaron at Decrypt.co, if you're part of KDA or if you invest in KDA. I haven't looked into KDA, so uh, just a warning about partners in general. I'm not saying that they're doing this, so please don't say that. I'm directly saying this about this project. No slander. What I will say, though, is I know many companies that just say they're partnering with this person or this person. And it's just basically you get like your uh, your biz devs. They talk to certain companies. They say they're, they're going to work on something together. They sign like some kind of agreement or contract that says, let's start working on this. And next thing you know, they have a partner and it looks good on the Internet. It looks good on paper. It looks good for investors, but really nothing's going to come from it. And it's more of just like, hey, let's collaborate on something. It sounds kind of cool, but let me know what they're doing with these companies. Moving into today's headlines, Mila Kunis's studio launches a Solana NFT animated series called The Gimmicks, developed by Web Three Animation Studios Toonstar in partnership with Mila Kunis's Six Wall. The Gimmicks is an animated series about washed-up professional wrestlers trying to get back into the spotlight of the squared circle. Toonstar CEO describes it as South Park beating WWE, but interactive and greasier, which sounds yummy. The Gimmicks came about after pro wrestlers Luke Doc Gallows and Carl Machine Gun Anderson were released by WWE when the COVID pandemic started. And well, they reached out about collaborating on some sort of animated shorts for social media. And the reason was is they want to get their stories out and keep their creative juices flowing and preserve their sanity for the most part. Well, anyway, from there, Toonstar began developing the concept for the gimmicks. And you should go to the link in the show notes and watch the trailer that is in the Decrypt article. It's kind of funny. And the cool thing is, is this is an NFT short. We've seen this before. Actually, Mila Kunis has done this before in the past with stoner cats and usually you have to pay for a mint you know so it could cost anywhere from like 0.05f 0.01f 1f if you guys remember uh, a couple weeks ago i was talking about pixelmon it was a 3f mint and basically they kind of got rugged when they saw the art it's, a, it's really funny if you have have not seen like pixelmon kevin it's hilarious As somebody would pay 3F for that mint. But well, anyway, this is going to be free to mint. The only cost with this is going to be the Solana transaction fee. I tried to sign up for myself to be on the whitelist to make sure that I got a mint. I'm too late. But I will be there on March 18th at 9 a.m. Pacific Time or 12 noon Eastern Time. I'm going to try to get myself a gimmick NFT. Nashville, Tennessee might be home of country music, but now it's home to suing MFers. suing Bitcoin miners for the most part. People from Nashville, if you're in Nashville right now, you know you have the ear for the finest country music. But the hum of Bitcoin mining machines does not go with a sick one-two country backbeat. Now does it? So, a Tennessee Bitcoin miner faces a lawsuit over noise complaints. So here's the story. And a local electric company, Brightridge, leases the property to mine Bitcoin to an outfit called Red Dog Technologies. The county is now filing a lawsuit against both Red Dog and Brightridge to shut down the mine. The case kicks off today. It may take up to three days to conclude. This is a real name, by the way. Judge John Rambo. Yes, John Rambo <laughs> is the judge to decide the verdict. And this is the kind when I know I'm living in like uh, the metaverse or something that this is all a simulation. Because like, I just think they get it wrong too many times. There's really a Judge John Rambo that is absolutely beautiful. Anyway, so this is the problem. The mine runs from 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. on weekdays. But after 8 p.m. on Fridays, it runs nonstop throughout the weekend. So just basically mm, Bitcoin mining for 24 hours a day next to your house. Well, that is pissing the neighbors off. Well, Mayor Joe Grandly, he's been getting a lot of crap about this mine since last summer when the district's planning administrator informed him that the mine didn't comply with zoning regulations and that the county could shut it down through the courts. I never knew you have to be zoned for a Bitcoin miner. I didn't even know if there was a way to apply for that, but apparently there is. Grandy, who represents the county on Bright Ridge's board of directors, which apparently has hesitant to take action, no conflict of interest there, as last autumn, the county's planning commission voted unanimously to shut down the facility if the power company failed to do so. Should the county succeed in shutting down the mine, the case could set precedent for many other regions across the U.S. where mining operations are cropping up. Now this is a hell of a story. <laughs> this is a hell of a story. Uh, I'm going to get this name wrong, but I apologize for all my Vietnamese listeners out there. Bin Tan Lee of Brockton, Massachusetts has been sentenced to 8 years in prison and will forfeit around 2.3 million dollars worth of Bitcoin after starting the East Side High darknet market. The sentence sends a clear message to the dark web criminals that the federal government is entering the space. We will find you and we will hold you accountable, says Massachusetts US Attorney Rachel Rollins. Lee started Eastside High when he was 22 years old, selling drugs like Ecstasy, Xanax, and Ketamine. His illicit business generated him a profit of about 59 Bitcoin and were first seized in March of 2019. At the time, the funds were worth around $200,000, a little bit less than today's price of over $2 million. Well, in addition to the Bitcoin, Lee also had $114,000 in cash, as somebody would just in their mattress. But this is not the biggest thing that he had just laying around the house. At the time of seizure, they found 44 pounds of ecstasy, 15 pounds of ketamine, and over 10,000 zannies. I'll be out like a light. Like a light. And finally, as you guys know, Monday is a little bit slow news day, Sunday, Monday, and then Tuesday, there's a dump from the writers and editors, so we just wait for tomorrow. Anyway, Lord Elon, he took to Twitter to do what he does best. Say something that no one asked him to say that makes you give him a like. Anyway, he replied to Michael Saylor. Michael Saylor, he originally tweeted this. U.S. consumer inflation will continue near all-time highs, and asset inflation will run double the rate of consumer inflation. Weaker currencies will collapse, and the fight for capital from cash, debt, and value stocks to scarce property like Bitcoin will intensify. Elon replied, it is not entirely unpredictable that you would reach that conclusion. That's a, <laughs> that's a very professional way to say that, right? Very sophisticated way. It's not entirely unpredictable. Way to go, Elon. In a subsequent tweet, he continued to say, In a general principle, for those looking for advice in this thread, it is generally better to own physical things like a home or stock in companies you think that would make good products than dollars when inflation is high. I still own and won't sell my Bitcoin, Ethereum, or Dogecoin for what it's worth. F-W-I-W. <laughs> so you think that people like this tweet? 100% Bitcoiners and Dogecoiners and Ethereum coiners, they all like this tweet. Because Elon, he's not selling. And now I want to put that to you. What do you guys think? And we're all people who are trying to diversify and make sure that we're beating inflation. I mean, when you have 8% inflation, what are you going to be doing? You have to be hodling something that's going to rise higher or preserve some sort of semblance of your wealth. What are you buying? What are you hodling? Is it real estate? Is it Bitcoin? Is it stocks? What are you doing? Are you actually just hodling cash, thinking that everything's going to drop lower and you're going to ape into the stock market, some Bitcoin, some Dogecoin? What are you doing? I want to know. MatthewAaron at decrypt.co. Thank you, as always, for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, leave us a comment, Spotify, smash the five stars, and send me an email. Tell me whatever you want. MatthewAaron at decrypt.co. And until tomorrow, happy hodling. Everyone.